0: To the latest episode of who, what, when, where, and the why. My name is Jason Knight, guys. I'm the health and wellness director to Tuscarawas County YMCA. Hopefully you guys, some of you probably remember me from a couple podcasts that I've done in the past. This is my second time hosting. Uh, the other one seemed to be, seemed to kind of resonate and people seem to enjoy it. So hopefully we put on, a a half hour talk, half hour little segment here, and you guys can get some information, uh, learn about some of our members and uh, staff members, and uh, maybe some answer some questions too. So this podcast actually is titled Preventative Maintenance, and it's a two parter, which is super cool. That's awesome. Uh, it's we wanted to talk about this topic, preventative maintenance. We're using it as kind of like ways to get around health and wellness, uh, to keep that health and wellness going, uh, overcome injuries, train around injuries, and we're all, the second part is talking about how. Having an active lifestyle can uh, help you as you get a little bit on in years, help you kind of come around any kind of surgeries you might have to have any kind of, uh, uh, of uh, hiccups in the road. So I was excited to bring all four of these people that I'm come, talking to today because they all come from a different perspective. So we have with us, Natalie, and I'm gonna mess up your name. No, you're not. Natalie, say it for me. Wong. Wong. <laughs> I do this all the time. Natalie Wong is a new personal trainer for us. Natalie's awesome. Uh, She's been doing this a little uh, while, but she's newly certified uh, in exercise science and personal training. She's doing a great job for us and a longtime YMCA member and a client of mine in my own personal training practices, Rachel Smith. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Natalie. Hello. So what we're going to talk about, like I said, is preventative maintenance. So I thought you guys were, it, it was kind of interesting because both of you have had to deal with some stuff either with your own personal Uh, How you're doing as far as your, your personal training and your online exercise classes and Rachel, you've had a lot of experience with some injuries. And it, it's still doing uh, athletic stuff like lifting, running, uh, doing a whole bunch of stuff. So I thought that'd be an awesome opportunity for us to kind of talk about that. So first off, whenever I bring someone in here, I talk first, we're talking about the YMCA stories. YMCA is a little bit different than the regular gym. So we try to pride ourselves on not just being a place to lift weights and swim and, and shoot basketballs. So let's talk really quick about your YMCA stories. What brought you not only to RY? But fitness in general. So I'm going to start with Rachel. I know she's excited about that.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. I have been a YMCA member for eight, nine years. Uh, I started coming to the Y uh, to uh, get back into shape uh, after I had my second child. And uh, going to the Y, they offer children's programs. Yeah, so absolutely. that was another like big thing for me. I wanted to get my girls into swimming as, you know, as early as possible. Gymnastics. Um, you know, you guys offer, you know, youth sports at three years old, not a lot of places anywhere offer that. Um, so that was, you know, a big thing, uh, a reason for, for me wanting to join. Um, and also my mom was a member, so it was a a good thing for my mom and I to go first thing in the morning and work out together and, you know, get that done and out of the way for the day. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, I've been, like I said, I've been a member for eight, nine Mm -hmm. years. Um, and over the, that time, I've just, I've learned a lot from, you know, friends I've made, mm-hmm. other members at the Y, you know, getting stories from other people or, you know, even being told that I'm, I inspire somebody to do something. Right. So that's just really cool that, yeah. and it makes me want to keep coming back. Awesome. You know, and I have a trainer like you, so Aww, that just makes, <laughs> makes it all worth it. it.
0: So, you know, real, let's talk real quick, uh, kind of how do you, how you transitioned and guy cause you've always, you kind of got into running first. Yes. which and you, you're pretty prolific with that. You do a lot of different races and you've had a lot of success with that. How did you kind of transition into going, mm, I kind of want to get a little bit more into strength training. Um, was it just an aesthetic thing? I know it. I pretty much know the answer to this, but it wasn't just an aesthetic thing. You just, you was kind of, you kind of came out it and it was, okay, this, the, the strength training is going to help me maybe protect myself from injury a little bit more.
1: Uh, trying to really think. Uh <laughs> I think that I realized that, I mean, I have a passion for running. I love running. Right. Um, but I think as time went on, I realized I wanted to do something different with my body. Sure. And I th- knew what I could possibly be capable of. Right. And then I had people saying, you have that body type. Right. What if you started doing this and maybe entered uh, you know, a lifting contest right. or- So that kind of got my, my mind turning like, Ooh, how much can I lift? How much can I bench? How much can I deadlift? And it just kind of spiraled into that. And then, you know, I would see how you would train. Right. And I was like, Hey, yeah, I want to see if I can hook up with Jason and get this going. And I mean, I, I really like where I'm at now and what I'm doing as far as lifting and where my body is. You've had
0: massive body comp changes. people come up to you and tell us, you completely change the way you look, which is great. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the other podcasts, but I've talked a lot of extensively about being able to not like pigeonhole yourself in the one specific style. And I think both of you guys kind of encompass that we're getting on Natalie's athletic prowess later. We talk about her basketball skills, but, uh, but with you, you still run, you're still an avid runner, even coming back from injuries, which we're going to talk about later, but you still do almost a bodybuilding style routine. And training you, <clears throat> excuse me, is super, it's almost like not even work for me because I train you in very close to the style that I train myself. So I, I think that's exciting. So I'm glad you touched on that. So we are going to Natalie now. Oh, <laughs> so tell us a little bit of, yeah, a little bit about your why story. And I'm interested to see how you kind of came into fitness. I know you've always been in shape, but how did, how did that transition happen? How did you just one day go, you know what? Not only do I want to really make fitness a part of my life, but I kind of want to do this for a living, I wanna do this for an actual occupation.
2: Cool, so I came to the Y, I've only been a member for about six to eight months, hasn't even been that long. Um, My kids were doing sports and stuff there, and my husband and I were just like, well, we might as well get the discount, like we're signing (laughs) up our kids for every single thing possible. And you know, they had childcare, which I like to go to the gym because it's my sanity, so I can drop my kids off and have my own time.
0: Absolutely. So we
2: just decided to become members. And for the first three months, I didn't even go in the gym. Like I was kind of like nervous sometimes just going into a new gym and like yeah. new people and all that. And then of course. January I started going and I just like met all of you awesome people. And <laughs> it was super fun. Um, how I got into fitness and personal training and stuff. I had applied for a job online to be a fitness coach, like basically just lead online workouts. And I wasn't certified at the time, but I just I knew enough about fitness. Like I've been working out my whole life. And so I just kind of went for it and decided if they hired me, then I'd get my personal training and I didn't get hired at first, but I was like, well, I'm going to get my personal training anyway. Like I'm super into this. I feel like all through college and high school, I was always like, come on, let's go work out. Like I'm, I'm always trying to get everybody to work out. And mm-hmm. like, I love working out. And for me, that's just like to get paid to like help others to work out is right. Amazing, yeah. So it's,
0: it's so it's so great. Yeah, it's, it's something really that, great. that feels it isn't just a job because you get to see that every day. You get to see that effect that you have not only on your clients, but uh, it spreads because it's like, oh wow, they feel really good and they're looking awesome. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's definitely about aesthetics. You want if you look good, you feel good. But more importantly, if they have that confidence and they're in they're feeling better, they don't have that energy low in the middle of the day. They can play with their kids, they can play with their grandkids, they can do stuff with friends. That's gonna translate. And it's going to be very, very uh, uh, easy to, and and transparent to to other people in their lives. And then it just spreads. I'm like, so what are you doing different? Well, I'm working out with Natalie. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working out with Jason. I'm working out with Dana, Angie, whoever, you know, Shauna, Shauna has been on the program multiple times. And I love, that's just what the best thing about in the health of wellness industry for me personally, it isn't just a nine to five, just clocked. Okay. I'm just going to do this today. No, you're individually compiling uh, uh, programming. That's going to change somebody's lives somebody's life for the better. So I, I, I'm glad you said that. It's couldn't be said any better. Awesome. Now tell us a little, now I, I haven't really rehearsed this part, but did you play uh, sports in high school?
2: I did, in I, college? Played, I played not in college. So I played volleyball and softball in high school. And then I really wanted to in college, but I didn't think I was good enough. So I was, I was like half sports, half music. I was probably like the only person that did both. And so I just, I went into music. I'm like, I've done this. I'm pretty good at it. I'll just go into that. But, um, it was never my passion as much as I loved working out. So I did the music thing for a while. And then I finally, that's another
0: interesting, you were, mm -hmm. you're a music teacher as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. That's awesome. So I just,
2: Finally, followed my passion. I'm like, hey, I'm almost forty. Why not switch careers? Right? <laughs> so yeah, that's well, what I did. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, yeah, it, it, that happens more more often than we'd like to think. Now, but uh, we're we're very glad to have you. So, like I said, this podcast is about overcoming injury and injury prevention. So, let's talk a little bit about some injuries that you guys maybe have had, and maybe not even talking. Uh, I know Rachel's had a little bit more serious ones, but uh, not even a serious injury. I'm going to talk a little bit of the stuff that I've had. But how have, how have you handled those setbacks? How have you handled? Uh, that kind of, and how has your fitness, physical fitness made that recovery even better, a little bit more efficient? So, definitely going to talk to you because I think your story with this is super interesting.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, you know, getting into running uh, yeah. dropped a lot of weight pretty quick. Uh, right. That was like my main reason I still run is just to kind of keep that balance a little bit. Um, cardio and strength. Yes. Yep. Um, so, I only run a couple days a week now, if I'm lucky, because of the two injuries that the big injuries that I've had, Um, but injuries in general, um, I mean, yeah, they totally suck. And I don't like not working out as Natalie said, like it's, 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 it's my sanity. It's It's where I go. Like I've no kids. I just do my own thing, put music in my ears or talk to my friends that are there. Um, But I've just learned um, it's taken me a long time, which you know that I've, I've just learned I just have to roll with it. If I'm, if I'm hurt, I just avoid, you know, touching that body part while I'm lifting. If it's my knee, I don't do anything lower body. You know, if it's my shoulder, I just avoid doing that until I, you know, until I feel good enough. Or if I go to the doctor, they say, you know, don't come back, don't do anything for X amount of weeks. I take that time off. It stinks. Yeah. But then I work on, on something else just to, it doesn't Stay mean active. stop
0: working out. Right. And so you can still train around those injuries. That's a right. big thing I want to kind of hit on today. Just because you have a uh, problem maybe with your upper body or you have a uh, hurt shoulder, which I'm definitely going to talk to you guys about in a little bit. I've had shoulder injuries for a long time. But, Rachel, tell us real quick the specific injuries. Like you, have, you tore ligaments in both hips? I tore
1: uh, the labrum in oh, both of wow. my hips. Yeah. Um, so in January 2020, uh, before COVID hit, I had my right hip uh, orthoscopically fixed. Um, and then once, uh, I could get back into running, which would have been about June Hmm. of 2020, uh, I noticed the left wasn't feeling right and went back and had that looked in here. I tore the labrum on that side as well, which they said, I think is only about like 30% chance that that happens. And it's mostly in women, um, that, that have the labrum tears and that tear in both sides. Um, so that was, um, that was difficult. Um, I had to learn to really be patient, uh, with my body and do what I was told by the doctors, um, you know, by my PT or even by you, if, if you and I would start training, we just avoided the lower body for a very long time. Um, until, you know, I was, my hips were strong enough to try to do some squats.
0: Now, did you think that your, how physically fit you were previous that's had to have helped that recovery time?
1: I have been told even by the doctors and my PT, especially that because I'm already so physically fit that my recovery time was shorter. Really? Because my, I was already strong. You know, my muscles were, were ready to go. It was just, I had to take a little bit of time off and let heal what needed to be healed. And then, so it didn't, I don't feel like I was in recovery as long as maybe yeah you know the average person because absolutely. i've been
0: doing this for a while absolutely and there was a point of contention because there was a couple of times i would come around the corner for it, it, maybe not even times that i was training you and, and she's gonna laugh about this but i'd be like what are you doing rachel yep, that's Rachel's doing like 4 range motion deadlifts I'm yep, like rachel you tore your hips yep. but i have to take a step back and be like you know what this is therapy for her and this is something that's it's a huge part of her life now would I recommend that? No, <laughs> it worked out great for Rachel uh, and Rachel's doing great. And, and she's performing pretty well. And you're running again, you're running pretty, pretty decent again. I'm not super thrilled with that, but uh, you know, you know, your own body and I know that's a huge part of your life too. And I, I would like you to still be able to enjoy running.
1: Well, the doctors and he had asked, you know, what is, what is your end goal from mm-hmm. this? And I said, I'd like to be able to run again.
0: Yeah.
1: Obviously, you know, the half marathons, marathons are completely out of my books. I don't, yeah. that's what, started this whole thing was training for my third half marathon and yeah. I tore my right, uh, labrum. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I just enjoy, even if I can get a mile in a couple days a week, like I'm totally cool with that. I just right. like to run a little bit. And that clears my mind too, besides lifting. Right. And you know, yeah, a lot of people are like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, the doctor said I could, that's my excuse every time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, let's move over to Natalie. And we can see, I don't know if you've ever really been injured, but like with me, it's never been anything that I've had to have surgery on. But so I don't know if you've ever had anything that's kind of derailed that, made it so you can't train how you want to train.
2: Um, I would say nothing major, Mm -hmm. like Rachel, but mine tend to be like – silly we'll put it that way like I'm very competitive Ah. so the other day my nine-year-old son and his friends were playing baseball and I'm like oh well I can beat you guys at this game so I'm out there sprinting the bases (laughs) like I'm 15 and I pull a hamstring and I'm like down on the ground and so for me like it it wasn't horrible but like I just had to do a lot of stretching I had to kind of like chill out on some of my squats for a while like I tend to injure that way trying to Impress people and make a point.
0: Makes, <laughs> so. makes a lot of sense because there's something funny about, about Miss Natalie. We have an awesome member at the gym. And I hope, I don't know, he probably doesn't see this, but Monty Cheryl, Monty's been a long-time Monty. member. And Monty is a basketball guru. He he runs, he's in his late 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, And he, this guy runs and plays with guys that are in their 20s and 30s. And he beats a lot of them. You got, Everybody knows Monty. Monty's awesome. Natalie can beat him can beat well <laughs> i'm gonna back him up <laughs> natalie natalie and, and <laughs> natalie and monty have been doing basketball one-on-one for a number of months now and i come in and i'm like what's going on monty what are you doing you sandbagging and he's like well i play i shoot with my left hand but i monty would destroy me he could probably shoot with his feet and beat me you know so natalie comes in and beats him a lot mm-hmm. a lot and i get and i watch him watch these guys play. And it's super impressive to me. I'm not really a basketball guy. I love the NBA back when Michael Jordan was playing. I still have Michael Jordan stuff all over my office and in my, in my garage and everything else. So I'm, I'm an old school basketball fan and she, you, you can just tell you're athletic. So that's why I kind of wanted to ask about some of the athlete, athletic stuff like the sports you played in school. But yeah, I could see that competitive nature come out in you. So that completely makes sense. What you're saying about you're wanting to sprint the bases, <laughs> but that's fun though. Not all of us are doing like the hardcore athletic stuff that Rachel's doing and some of the other people but fitness most important thing is it just improves that quality of everyday life and not everybody's everyday life is going to be a half marathon or in a bench press competition or doing a bodybuilding competition or you know something like that or doing a CrossFit the CrossFit games or something like that It, it, it could be as a and it's not trivial at all, but as, as minor as like, you know, playing baseball with your kids, you know, coaching on the team, if you want to be physical and be involved in practices. So if you're in shape, it's going to help you be able to do that. So moving on, we got our third question here. Now, how do you feel? We've talked about this already a little bit, but I'm going to kind of dig a little bit deeper. Do you feel that your overall physical fitness, guys, has helped you recover from some of this stuff? And I know basically you already answered this, but not only from the injury standpoint, um, just from changing how you looked. And changing how you feel, uh, how you feel, how has, how has that helped you? Like, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's been pretty significant for you. That's one of the reasons why I was excited about bringing you on today. Uh,
1: I mean, working out and everything, you know, I know that I can, it, it's, it's not just working out like it, I, you know, I've been trying to change my mindset on things, how I eat, Yeah, absolutely. um, you know, just, just everyday life, um, you know, I try to teach this stuff to my kids to be physically fit and uh, be active, you know, that if, you know, my my oldest, God love her, is very much prone to injury too. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. She, you know, I think that she's been able to come back too because I make sure she takes mm-hmm. her, takes her time, rests, whatever it is that she injured and she comes back stronger than, yeah. you know, before injury.
0: Um, now you're planting those seeds for health and wellness yeah. because if we do that now with our kids, and we kind of get to the point where they're making good food choices, they're making they're 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 being physically active. They're not just sitting on the couch looking at their phone. Uh, that's going to hopefully carry forth down the road. Yeah,
1: and I was also told um, when I had my first hip surgery um, by my grandma. Um, she has told me for a long time now, stay active. Please stay active. You know, if you have to end up like me and have surgery. She had both of her hips replaced. She's like, you know, I, I it'll help you. Yeah. From my now 86-year-old grandma telling me this, like that was that's been stuck in my head, okay, yeah. I'm going to stay active so if something I, happens, which I ended up having surgery. Yeah. I was able to come back a little bit Quickly. quicker and easier than if I
0: we're gonna we're it's gonna dig shape. into this, uh, and you guys are, aren't. Unfortunately, I wish we could just have everybody talking at once, but it probably wouldn't be enough time for everybody to get a chance to really talk about their story. But the two, the second parter of this, I have a little bit older, a couple older adults coming in that's been very active for a long time. So we're gonna touch on that, like their them being physically active, them being strong, and be able to have that mobility and that and that recovery. That's helped them exponentially in, in their lives. But I, a friend of mine the other day, and I told him I was going to use this quote. He told me he's 85 years old and he's he'd been building motorcycles for a long, long time. And he told me, I know you guys probably it, coming uh, watching a podcast. I'm a bike guy, so I build bikes and stuff in my spare time. But this gentleman told me, a old man has to live in the body a young man abuses. And when he said that to me, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. So he's, you know, at, at 85 years old, he's been playing, dip, paying it's actually been good for him because he's always taken care of himself. He didn't indulge in a bunch of, uh, of alcohol. He didn't indulge in a bunch of really horrible food. Even though he was in that kind of bike lifestyle, he still made sure he ate healthy. He still made sure he exercised. He got plenty of sleep. Uh, Sleepy drinks a ton of water. And now at 85 years old, he's still building bikes. So, which is ridiculously impressive. So, I thought that that quote was would kind of hit home because now at our forties and our thirties. I know you guys aren't forty yet, but I'll be forty in like three weeks. And you start thinking, man, you can't do the kind of stuff that you used to be able to do. So, and it, it, if you do this stuff now, you can. It, it pays dividends down the road. So now I've been blabbing for five minutes. We're, <laughs> we're going to miss Natalie. So I know, like, you never had anything—not so much injuries, but how has that helped you? Is, is that been like? My, I'm interested to in hearing, Has that was fitness kind of like a nice break not only from when you start having a family but from from the day job of being a music instructor like was fitness something for you that you can kind of use as an escape
2: Yeah. And I think even more so now that I've been at a gym because I always used to work out at home Mm -hmm. and I actually used to make fun of people that went to the gym because I'm like, "Why would you go to the gym when you just work out at home? And then I start working out at the gym like a year ago and I'm like, wow, this is so much better because you're meeting people, you're hanging out. Like I'm a people person. So Mm -hmm. like I need people in my life. I don't want to be, I'm already home all the time by myself with my kids. So I think that was just a really huge thing for me just right. to be out and to finally like, you know, have the bigger weights and be able to start building more muscle and just seeing your body change and stuff like yeah. that. was really cool.
0: Absolutely. In-home workouts are okay. And I know we just got done, <clears throat> excuse me, just got done with the 2020 thing. And we're still, we still got a little bit of that depending on the part of what part of the country you're in, but uh, home workouts were a necessity and it's just something we had to do. And the online stuff was a huge part of it. But nothing beats being in an environment where – you can work out with other people um, if it's done right. And if you're in a facility that kind of welcomes people that everybody has a right to be in there. And that's how the YMCA is. And we're very, very proud of that. I said in a couple other uh, podcasts, everybody, absolutely everybody has a right to be anywhere in my wellness center. Uh, and and if, if any members don't feel comfortable in our wellness center, I wish they would tell me or uh, anybody else, any other professional staff. We will make sure that that changes um, exercises for everybody. Not every exercise is for everybody, but we can point you in the right direction to do that at home workouts are okay but it's not going to ma- match that intensity because you feed off other people you yep. do even though you might not be sitting there watching that guy deadlift or that girl do a, a turkish get up perfect or you know somebody doing wall balls or whatever but you're like wow all right i'm getting ideas I'm getting motivated by this person that comes in. They come in they might come in in January and they're overweight, you could see that and they might be really really like, "Oh my gosh, what am I doing here?" But then by hopefully by February, March, April, May, you're seeing a change in this individual and they're they're getting to know everybody on staff, they're getting to know other gym members and that's awesome. It's it, it, it it's it's motivating. You just can't get that at home. And plus, when you're at the gym, you're there to work out. There's a social aspect of it that we're super proud of, and we love that. But it's a dedicated time for you to have your fitness. Whereas at home, the doorbell rings, the dog needs to go outside. You know, the cat is like climbing on you. You know, the kids are like mom, 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 mom. You know, we all been there. So this is a dedicated time so you can devote to you. So it, you guys are all are both mothers, and and, and uh, you know, my wife. I have to tell her this all the time too. You have to take that time to devote it for you. We all, you guys, spend so much time devoting to your children and your spouse and everything else, there's got to be time for you. And there's got to be time. The dad's got to take time for him too. And your physical fitness and your health and wellness is the most important because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be there for your kids. It's okay now, maybe in your twenties and thirties, but when you get older, are are you going to have some health problems because you really neglected yourself because you made it all about them? They're going to thank you. They're going to be appreciated because you're going to be healthy throughout and they're going to have you for longer and you're going to have that relationship. So it's not... Uh, selfish to be thinking about your, your health and wellness and your health and fitness when you're a mom uh, or a dad, you know, it's something that's, that's, that's super important. So I'm glad you talked about that. So I, I, some of these questions, I kind of did a bad job on this. They sort of run together. So we talked about the running. So you, you already talked about how strength training kind of helped you for the running events. You talked a little bit about your 5k. So, but real quick, like how, how, how extensively do you think you would have been able to go into the half marathons as smoothly and fluidly. If you didn't have a background in strength training. No. And and would just because of injury prevention, but <laughs> <What> a deep <laughs> answer, <laughs> but no, but injury prevention, we talked about Natalie pulling a hammy. It's like being strong is almost like a, a coat of suit of armor for your body. Cause if your muscles are strong, you have that mobility you're much less likely to get injured. And then the recovery too. Like for you, I talk to you after marathons yep. and you, you don't even look like you did a half marathon. Some people I talk to, I'm telling you, if I would run a half marathon, I'd be in the middle of the street. They'd have to pick me up with like a snowplow because I wouldn't be able to do it because I don't train that way. Maybe I should. But you bounce back from that stuff really, really quickly. And it's always impressed me. It's almost like, yeah, I'm a little sore but that's that recovery there. Cause your body is so strong. You combine that strength training with the, with with the cardio, it's pretty easy for you to get that recovery.
1: Yeah. The first half marathon I did at the next weekend, I ran a five K and felt perfectly like I was perfectly fine. And I think I placed like first or second (laughs) that next weekend. So,
0: um,
1: you know, I feel if, you know, if I didn't have strong, you know, a strong core, if if my legs weren't strong, I'd, I mean, you see all these people, you know, they just go and that's all they do is run, 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 run. Right. They were very impressive. And I'm like, I wish I could do that. I wish I could w- run a five minute mile. I'll never do that, which is perfectly fine. But, you know, I just feel for myself if, if I didn't have, you know, if my legs weren't strong, I don't know how long maybe I would run yeah. just because I, I feel like I would just be weak. Well, that's, you know what I mean? So
0: you count Tom, because you, other people can do that and who've run five minute miles and and run full marathons. But for you, it doesn't quite necessarily work for a bunch of other reasons. And you're completely okay with that. So everybody's body is different and you got to kind of work within Within kind of like, you know, you're going to play the cards God gave us, you know, so and and, and that doesn't mean that you can't run marathons. It doesn't mean that right. you can't be a power, power lifter, right. but you have to be realistic realistic, and set yourself small obtainable goals. I've said that on a million podcasts now. If you set that bar so high, it's awesome to be ambitious. It's awesome to set the sights to the, to the moon, but what happens if you don't quite get there or you get hurt? What I don't like to see happen is somebody just get completely like devastated and then, oh, my gosh, I didn't get there. And then they quit. And then they're like, well, I can't, be, I can't run marathons, so I'm, I'm completely out of running, completely out of lifting weights, anything like that. I hate to see that because uh, then a lot of times you make some bad choices and, and your health self suffers. So I'm glad you said that. That's kind of cool. So I want to talk a little bit on Miss Natalie about your personal training, how you came into that and talk to us a little bit about, <clears throat> excuse me, the wellness coaching and teaching online fitness classes. I know you're kind of doing that on your own. That's not a why thing. So, but, but, but I'm interested how you came to that. Was that only like a COVID thing? How did that, how did that come to be?
2: Um, that, so back to my, what I was saying before, when I didn't get the job, Okay. Um, the guy was like hey you are like the second person I'm going to call you back and I'm like sure you could probably say it to everybody and he actually did call me back in may and so i ended up getting the job in may um, but yeah, I just teach online fitness classes there for people that can't get to the gym or whatever. So I just get on a Zoom call and teach classes there. So it's really cool because I get extra practice because I'm also training at the Y. Mm-hmm. So I'm learning and just leading awesome. people through workouts and, you know, learning all the different moves and just getting a lot of experience, which is yeah. where I feel like I'm at right now, just trying to gather experience and just yeah. learn. And um, Absolutely. But yeah, that's kind of how I came to that. I got certified in May. Yeah, And then got the job and then started at the Y. And
0: yeah, she, uh, you subbed uh, my shred class a, yep. couple, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you're going to take over. You're going to do next two times in the evening while yep. I'm on vacation, I'm leaving for Myrtle Beach tomorrow. Super excited about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's awesome how that, how that pathway has came for you. That, that's really cool. You know, we, we got uh, the virtual Y. We're super proud of that. Um, we have that through our website. And I don't know. Did I ever tell you about that? We're going to get you in there. Yeah. We got to get you in, in front of a camera doing uh, the virtual fitness classes. I think that'd be awesome. Absolutely. So right now we've been kind of uh, filming live classes, but I still want to devote time to individual, like actual dedicated online classes. So if somebody wanted to get on there, they can do a 20 minute, half hour workout with Natalie. So I think that's definitely something we're going to have in the pipeline for the future. Sweet. So real quick, Rach, let's talk a little bit. Just this past spring, you did something really cool for us. You were actually a coach on Girls on the Run, which is an awesome program. Is that a nationwide program? It is, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah, Girls on the Run's a nationwide program, and they offered it at the YMCA. It's always also been at a couple of our local schools. But Girls on the Run kind of uh, targets, is it second through fifth grade or first through fifth grade?
1: second through fifth this time they did second through six just but i think it's usually second
0: second through fifth so it's it's second graders up through fifth grade girls and it kind of teaches them about the sport of running there's a a 5k that they train for at the end and i thought it was a really cool program it sort of was a little bit restricted unfortunately this time because of covid you guys couldn't do exactly what you wanted to do and i know you were disappointed about that, but tell us real quick about what you got out of it, watching those kids and kind of having them develop a love for running. I I'm I'm curious to see how, what your thoughts were on that.
1: Um, I mean, it was really cool, you know, just meeting different girls from different areas around here. Um, I knew, you know, most of the girls on, on our, on our team. Um, And, you know, two of them, You know, I coached in travel soccer and seeing the difference in them as far as running goes by the end of the program was really, really cool. Um, The day that we decided to do our practice run, we did it at the YMCA and just ran around the parking lot, which was like a half a mile. So we, you know, we did that until we hit three miles. And to see the girls never giving up and trying their hardest for being so young to do a 5k was like, it was just super cool. Like I've never yeah. been so proud Yeah. to like even be a coach. You know, I didn't really feel like I did a whole lot just because things were so restricted when we would do our practices and, um, you know, we had to stay away from each other and not be able yeah. to, to do some of the things that we really wanted to do. Um, but just seeing, you know, that the girls were all happy to see each other. Yeah. That's you awesome. know, once, twice a week, sure. we've been to see us coaches, or you know, if they would see us outside, say, hey, "Coach," building relationships. Yes, yeah, and here. you know, to, you know, part of the program too is not just running, but it's to build up their their self confidence, and you know, just to make them aware of things that are going on, you know, and within each other, within themselves. Yeah. Um, and just how to respond to different situations awesome. was just really, really cool
0: too. We're going to get Natalie a coach, but she'll just a- insist on beating them all. she like, yeah, you know, she'll be like, uh, no, 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 I, I'm winning. <laughs> no,
2: I actually just ran a 5k <laughs> That's awesome. and I didn't even place in my age group. So really? however, I, I've not been running that much. It's Maybe a do- like it's once It's That's strained a week. hammy. You know, it probably was, I'm, I'm slow. <laughs> But I was just impressed that I even ran three miles. So I don't
0: know if I buy that you're slow. Like, I'm I, slow. I, okay, yeah. but I,
1: you know. Listen, I used yeah. to see Natalie at races and I would try to keep up with her. I, I've, I've known Natalie for a few yeah. years. It's yeah. not just been recent right. with her coming yeah, in. I don't, I don't know if I, I think
0: she though, saw herself short there. I, I mean, I used to try to keep so up with her and I slow couldn't. Slow for her. It, so. Well, so thanks. That, that's awesome. You were always
2: ahead of me the whole time, though. And then I'd like see you at the end. So I don't know about that, but
0: I gassed out quick. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. I kind of laughed out loud there. So a lot of, we're wrapping up here. So last one thing I try to do at the end of the podcast is I kind of put you try to put everybody on the spot and talk to you guys about what's your favorite thing about being involved with the YMCA, not only as a member, not only as a staff person, but just a, as a whole. So we're going to go to Natalie first. So what, what, what do you really love about being a part of this organization?
2: I love all the people. Like, I just feel like I've met so many people in like the six months that I've yeah. been at the gym that. I feel like I come in now and just the other day, Rachel's walking out. I'm like, get back in the yep, gym. I need right. to hang out she with you. Too. And she did, you know, we we're all just hanging out. Like I'm, you know, doing monkey bars, just doing yeah. crazy stuff. But like, it's just, it's so great. I mean, everybody's so nice. And I just watched I mean, that I love everybody. this morning. Yes.
0: We should, we should share yes, that, we that to the should. wise Facebook. You do doing the monkey bars. I, I wanted to do that
2: ever since I started, but it really I, cool. it's, it's the atmosphere there. I mean, it is just, it's so awesome. Everybody's welcoming. Like, it doesn't matter who you yeah. are, what you do, what you look like. like right. It's just a, right. great, it's a great place. That's why I love Real it. Real
0: quick plug. If you notice, Natalie and I both have power of us annual campaign t-shirts on. This is something we just started this week. We just started this week just got these shirts, Kathleen Johnson, who uh, hosts a lot of these podcasts. She does a fantastic job. So I kind of mold my template to host these off Kathleen. She's awesome. She's always been like a mentor to me. She printed up these shirts talking about making kind of raise awareness to our annual campaign. So not only we're, we're a nonprofit organization. So what we do as we're raising money that make sure that no kid gets turned away. So everybody can take part in our programs and be a member, even if they can't afford it. So that's uh, touches on what you said too. Like everybody can be there. The why is for everyone. And that's something that we just want to make sure everyone in the community knows. And we try to, we do our best to to put that out there as much as we can. So the why is for everyone. So, I mean, it's basically the
1: same thing as Natalie, you know, being a stay at home mom, you know, I don't get a whole lot of interaction with people. I mean, I've got my friends and we talk and stuff, but you know, coming to the why, and now like I've been there, it f- feels like forever that everybody's like, Hey, Rachel, how's it going? Yep. And I might not know who they are, but they overheard they somebody you. say my name. And then, or even, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I've had even older women come up to me and they're like, you're such an inspiration. That's awesome. You know, Thank you. And I'm like, what? What People did I said do? that about
0: you. They came up and said, I love that she works with her dad because you train your dad. I've never heard that. Yeah. They came up to me and I said, that's so awesome. And that's her dad. She trained. She's like, yeah, it's her father. And, she's like, and they, they told me this, like, that is so cool that she does that for him. I'm like, I, I know it's it's a bonding time for you. You guys really get it. That's cool. That's yeah, what we do. But, I, I, I you know,
1: I've made some good friends out of, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's jacked.
1: out of, you know, being there, you know, it, it's just, it's just a good atmosphere. Yeah. And like she said, you know, everybody's nice. Everybody's welcoming. Right. You know, I've had people just come up and ask me random questions about whether it's a machine or, uh, you know, the drink that I have or, you know, joining, you know, a fitness class or something that it's just, it's just an awesome atmosphere. And my kids learned a lot and, you know, they started three years old Mm -hmm. in soccer and now I have a seventh and seventh grader that's going to play for the middle school, you know, like it's just started early and it's helped them figure out, you know, kind of what sports they want to play. They made friends that Mm -hmm.
0: way and. I mean, it's just awesome. it's just a cool place to awesome. go to. Great answers, guys. I, that, that's awesome. Well, we're going to wrap it up. I thank you so much for watching this. I hope it was informative. I hope it was entertaining. Uh, definitely, if you have any questions about personal training, any questions about maybe getting around an injury, if you guys have something that you're dealing with, don't feel like you got to do it alone. Don't feel like... You can't get out there and move because we can help you with it. We can help with that injury prevention. We can help you kind of maybe train around something you have. Natalie's available. You can call the Y, uh, 330-364-5511. My extension is 320. I can point you in a direction. You can talk to Natalie. You can talk to Shauna, Omar, Omar. Uh, 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 Angie and Dana, myself, I still train uh, a little bit. It's kind of a limited basis. Rachel monopolizes all my time. Yes, I do. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I if, if it worked out, you could still work with me as well too. But I, I've been super impressed. She hasn't been a trainer a long, a long time, but she's doing an awesome job and she's going to do great things. And we're very excited to have you on staff. So once again, thanks for watching this guys. My uh, my name's Jason. I come the health and wellness director. We'll see you next time.